0: my behavior as always. Sunny Coats, episode number thirty-two. Here we are, twenty twenty-two. Is this the first podcast I've done since the new year? If this is, if that's so, happy new year. Here we are, knee deep in the simulated reality. Chaos abounds. Everywhere you look, there's no way to run. One must try to just live in the most practical, interesting way. I mean, what, what other way is there? What are, you, what are you trying to do? I mean, what are you waiting for? Right before the podcast began, I, I, I sat here, and the thought occurred to me, when will I be able to ever escape news of, of Kanye West and, and Kim Kardashian's relationship? News of, of uh, Disney pop stars trending on my social timeline. What are the alternatives? It's either not participate in social, which I I have been trying to apply as a solution. Yeah, you know, I'm rarely on Instagram. I mean, it's it's a time suck, and I have to decide: will I spend hours on Instagram? Or will I try to blaze my own path and, and try to carve out some time of, of, of uh, contemplation, of creativity on my own? It's, it's a very hard decision. I mean, God, it's so compelling. Have you noticed that now we abbreviate it? It's just now social. Are you on social? Can I find you on social? This is future speak, if you didn't realize this is how people speak in the future. Are you on social? I've come to grips with the fact that I am completely addicted to social media. No matter how much I try to stay off and impose limitations on myself, it doesn't work. I, I have this fantasy, just for one day, one whole day, not using any of my devices. Just, just living here on this planet as a pure, sentient being. Wandering amongst my fellow travelers. Not touching social. I've, I've, I've had this, this dream for a while and I just cannot bring myself to ever try and do it. Because the pull of the apps is just so strong. You know the feeling when you grab your phone in your hand? Oh, God, it's so good. You go to your that spot on your phone that you have mapped out. It's mapped in your muscle memory. And you see the Instagram app that that new color scheme that they instituted that rainbow sherbet and it's like candy. And it's, it's saying, touch this. And inside of the, the hollowed halls of this app, you'll find all of the answers. It's so soothing. Everything is there. All the information. Videos of cats, your friends, new exploits. Travel bloggers and celebrities. Oh God, all of the... The fantastic and wonderful things they're doing All the places they're going All the memes It's all there it's, It literally is Have you ever thought about that? The, I know they changed their name It's not called Facebook anymore It's called Meta But it, it, it was so uh, prophetic The name Facebook Because your face Was stuck in your phone Like a book This is junky conversation that we're having right now, you and I, leaning on each other's shoulders. (sighs) Can't you just, can't you feel it now? Can't you taste it? It literally is an addiction. Uh, I wonder, have you contemplated this condition yourself? Is it just me? Let's be honest, let's not be the big man or the yogi, the rock solid, person in control, I mean, let's let's be real, you and me, here, it's just you and me, hopeless addiction, and now you know, the difficulty someone faces who's under the influence of crack, or heroin, or cocaine, they can't put it down, they can't stop, it's such a dark way to start the podcast, isn't it? Listen, it's, it's cool to be honest with each other. That's how we find solutions and how we escape these cycles and these patterns. We, we've got to know, we've got to identify these things. And come on, it's okay. This is all new. We're on the leading edge of human civilization. And, and we never saw this coming social media and computers the digital age the information age we're we're guinea pigs here we're trying our best we're groping in the dark here and this is part of the evolutionary process one must go through these things before we realize and, and are able to chart a new more productive progressive path just one last thing kanye west leave me alone <laughs> please god all right listen Episode number 32, I'm Sonny Coates. It's so rad that you came back and that you even want to listen. Thank you for your support. We're going to figure our way out of this situation. We're all on the path. Enjoy it. This is the human experience. There's chaos. There are defeats, bitter defeats. There are victories and triumphs. We're going to go into this song now. It came to me from on high, as all the songs do. I have no idea what they're talking about, but it had such an astonishing outlaw vibe. I just knew I had to include it in the podcast. And you, my friend, are now scuffling dizzily down the brazen back paths of the Ambulance. L.A. Witch. Dark Horse is the name of that song. What a name. L.A. Witch. <laughs> That's it, dude. L.A. Witch. Done. I always thought that was like, a, that name was just like a, a hammer to the head. That's it, dude. Dark Horse is the name of that song. By the way, that group, I, I met that girl who... um Founded that group It's a Mexican girl in LA Her name is Sade Her parents named her after The singer Sade I used to go to shop at American Apparel Back, I don't know This is in 2011 or something I don't know what it was. It's all a blur at this point A young girl Friendly Really cool And we talk every now and then She was always had something about her That was interesting And I'm not surprised to see that she formed a group and is a formidable songwriter, L.A. Witch. Shout out to uh, Shadé Sanchez and uh, that song, "Dark Horse." You know the phrase "dark horse." This is uh, what is the genesis of the phrase. I know it has something to do with horse racing, but. A dark horse is somebody who is not expected to rise to the occasion, an unknown contestant that is a surprise, or in a surprise, shocks the world, a dark horse. Sometimes I feel like a dark horse myself actually, I think a lot of people feel like they're a dark horse. I, I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if everybody feels that they are the dark horse. The true dark horse. And I, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to get political, although I am. The true dark horse is <laughs> some software that could <laughs> replace all of the politicians uh, who are wasting our time and gumming up the works Sending us to war Threatening war like I'm walking down the street today Here in Portugal And I'm reading about Joe Biden uh, You know, First of all, this guy I would not hire him to run my restaurant Let alone the, the free world Surely you're in agreement with me <laughs> He is not A fit for the job, and this is not, this has nothing to do with Republican or Democrat. This is just looking at a man. I mean, is anybody else bothered by the fact that this guy is squinting to read the cards in front of him? It's just a, a man who's perpetually squinting with all of his might to read and, and stay on task. And I mean, the guy is a shell. I mean, what is this? Does anyone else find this to be absurd? And that's why, to me, this political system has completely lost all credibility. It's a farce. I I have no horse in the race. I'm not trying to push a conservative agenda. I'm just an objective observer. What is happening here? This is uh, surrealism at this point. And everyone, what's even more surreal, is uh, most of the public is fine. It's okay. Everyone has just uh, resigned to the fact that the leadership guiding our lives is asleep at the wheel. Uh, they're not asleep at the wheel. I don't think presidents are truly the ones in power. I so, know this is like, people didn't pay or sign up to hear me rant about this, but I must pull the curtain back on this uh, this charade I've been observing for a long time, and uh, nothing ever seems to change. Only the rhetoric and lip service, I guess that's what they call it, lip service. Rhetoric, nothing changes. And I'm thinking to myself as I walk back to my hotel, why... Is World War III a possibility? Why is the US so interested? It has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with you. We are innocent bystanders. We are witless observers as these maniacs push for war. I mean, who knows? There's an inflation predicament worldwide. And a lot of times politicians use warfare in order to stimulate economies. Does that sound like a cynical take? I mean, all one has to do is go back and check the scoreboard. Look at the stats. A modern version of of warfare could hit closer to home. There's a thing called the Internet (laughs) these days. The cyber warfare, banking systems going out, electrical grids going down, economies being affected. This is something strange and new and heaven forbid we tread upon this new foreign territory. That is the situation that we find ourselves here cresting on the the leading edge of the human civilization in the present moment. Welcome, 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 welcome. welcome, welcome. <laughs> it's not all bad news. I think the original point I had I want to see in the future. The dark horse. Software to replace the politicians and the current ruling class. And I know you'll say, what are you talking Talking about? Software and algorithms being inserted into the democratic process. When I say software replacing politicians, what I mean is that there's so much waste. There's so much redundancy. There's so much bias. I mean, a lot of these politicians, they are bought and sold. The constant, perpetual gridlock, the arguments of Democrats and Republicans in fighting. This is old. It's gross. Surely there is a more efficient way to arrive at solutions. Surely! Don't let the mass media persuade you into thinking this is the only way to do things there are many other models I mean we really could automate so many of these people away they are gumming up the works my friend and let's never forget they supposedly work for us but they are not helping us They are literally fucking us up for decades upon decades, generation upon generation. A lot of the headcount, I truly think, could get automated away like cashiers at a supermarket. You know what? You you ever shop at Uniqlo? By the way, if there's a Uniqlo in your city and if you're cold during the winter and the autumn... I would do commercials for heat tech, Uniqlo heat tech. That's all I wear. Under your garments, thermal heat tech, Japanese technology, you must wear heat tech. Uh, it makes everything so much more comfortable and, uh, and reasonable, civilized. You can walk down the streets in, in a windy, frigid, icy Paris and, and not blink an eye. You can remain very objective, and calm as you walk down the street. It's like relaxed. I don't know why more people aren't wearing thermals underneath. It's, it's like uh, there's this uh, philosophy or this perspective that you just have to gut it out. Oh, shit. Oh my God. You know what just happened to me? I ordered Uber Eats and I got so into my rant that I totally spaced on the delivery and it got canceled. <laughs> God 27 euro Down the drain I'm canceling This guy's tip By the way I guess I can't Cancel this tip That's what happens When you get me On a microphone I just black out People show up At my door They ring the bell I don't hear them Software Think about it Just think about it Just consider it For a moment Software Replacing Incompetent Wasteful Politicians A decentralized Solution That's working for humankind. All all I'm saying is it's something that we can try. We can try things and see if it works or not. There's no need to outright dismiss things. Let's try it. By the way, our current political regime and system, it's a trial. It's something that the people put into practice back in the 1700s. It's by no means an absolute, like the sun rising every day. Let's try new things. I mean, what is the Constitution? The Constitution is a thesis. It's a, a well-thought-out thesis that had its time. They didn't have iPhones and the Internet and Amazon back in the days of Benjamin Franklin. And I don't—it's I. It's always— It's always baffled me why if one were to suggest an update to the Constitution or a replacement for the Constitution, people get all up in arms as if it's something that can never be done. As if constitutions are absolute like skies, constitutions, political systems, they are they are all just an idea put on a piece of paper ideas that are put on pieces of paper can run their course they can be exposed for being inadequate (laughs) forgive me you could tell this is something i had to get off my chest i just don't understand it boggles the mind anyway i'm going to go into a set of very relaxing Uh, New age music. I guess, what is this, the mid-80s? It was a very vintage time of experimentation. Uh, New sounds and the synthesizers, new ideas, new vistas of poetry, musical poetry. By the way, I hope you're well. Forgive me. You know, it's just me, Sonny Coates. I I go on a rant. Go with me. These are just ideas. And we're just having a discussion I'm not married to anything I'm open-minded I'm flexible I have this This uh, Affirmation I say I am flexible And open-minded I bend like the bamboo Or like a reed in the wind So Episode number 32 The Emerald Lane Podcast I'll see you on the other side The other side The other side
1: together, cause I've liked many ladies in my day, but just like the wind, they've all blown away, see to love someone, it's an atmosphere that you both still share when one's not there, there's no real way it can be explained, I guess it's the way I smile when I hear your name it's the little things you do, that means so much, it's the care that you put into every touch, it's the way I trust you, and you trust me I guess some of us are so lucky, I was known for having the upper hand, I was known as a Stone Cold ladies, man. If it wasn't for you, I'd be that way still. But lately, there's a change in Jalil, Though my friends play games and tease me a lot. I know I'm more than happy with what I've got. When I get up in the morning and go to work, see all day long, I stay alert until we come home at night and close the doors. two people yeah, share one common call, When I say one love, you can trust me. Cause never have I been so lucky. Just one love. Now the love I used to have Just left me cold. I used to buy her everything from diamonds to gold. At first I thought she left me cause I didn't buy her enough. But then she left me a note along with all my stuff. Said maybe one of these days you'll have to learn that love is something that you gotta earn. And once you earn- got to know how to keep it. You got to want it as well as you need it. To have lost love was a hurting lesson. But to have had love was a definite lesson. Now I know what the Beatles were thinking Oh, when they said that money can't buy me love. When you say you stuff what do you mean? I just went through the exact same thing. Mind was lost for a whole different reason I lost my love because of cheating Started roaming through the streets all day and night I guess greedy best describes such an appetite I wish I had a back, but it remains a wish I guess a bird in the hand beats two in the bush i like to thank you, girl, for teaching me love Because all in all, I had a fall. I guess it's better to have loved And to have lost, that's never had loved at all Down. This is all about the love that we lost and found, about the love we missed and the love we shed. about the love that just up and disappeared, about who is for real and who is fake, so you can learn from our mistakes. Cause it was already written, done and said, so you can stay two steps ahead. The F, the F, it's for the love which you give, It's for the one we live, and, the B, and, the and for the vibrant letter, the e, means may e, we last forever. Just
0: to have just one love One love, one love You're lucky just to have just one One love, one love You're lucky just to have just one love Time One love, one love Man Time traveling on that ass Why? Why would I say such a thing? Since the last segment I don't know, 10 minutes ago Or whatever it was I've, uh, I was in Porto, Portugal Broadcasting from my hotel room there And now I'm in Paris, France And actually, this is interesting After I left Porto I flew to Barcelona, Spain En route to France I was there for a week, actually <laughs> Have you been to Barcelona before? I, I remember being young and just the the idea, the concept of visiting Spain, always seemed just profusely exotic. Spain. Spain, 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 Spain. It always blew my mind. It was like going to Pluto, and actually, it is. And you know, what's more bizarre is that here in Europe, you can hop on a plane, literally fly two hours away, like the distance from L.A. to Austin. Or sometimes the distance from L.A. to San Francisco. And when you step off the plane, you'll be in a completely different cultural mindset. People will be speaking a different language. The architecture. Barcelona is a spectacle. The, the cultural climate in, in Barcelona, as opposed to France. I fully embraced saying France the way they say it here. No flex. The vibe there is so happy, or oh, much happier than in Paris. I mean, the streets are filled with people eating and drinking. I mean, they're doing that here in France in the, ca- in the cafes, but there's much more of an edge here. The weight of etiquette and restraint is a little more pronounced than it is in Spain. It's a little more wild as you go further south. People are letting it all hang out. I had a good time down there. I ate some good food. I mean, it is tapas life. And I was sipping when I was there. I was sipping on vermouth. This is the, the national uh, liquor, I guess you'd say, that they have down there. It's kind of like a sweet wine, a fortified wine. So sipping on vermouth, I was definitely going in on the gin and tonics. You must go to Barcelona. <laughs> It is so sweet. You'll have a great time. Tell them that Sunny Coat sent you. All things must come to an end. I had to leave my hotel. I was very comfy in this hotel. It was, it was overlooking this popping boulevard. I looked down from my perch on the fifth floor. It was so comfy. The bed was so comfortable. The sheets were so... What would you say? The thread count was so high. It was like I was sliding around for the last few days on uh, silk. Sometimes in the, in the mornings when I'd wake up, I couldn't bring myself to get out of bed. I was so comfortable. I just couldn't do it. I would lay there and just listen to the radio. Alas, I had to come back to France, basically my visa. I had to come pick it up. So I had to quit Barcelona. Have you ever heard that term? People say they had to quit a location. I hear that from a lot of uh, my aristocratic friends. I had to quit Barcelona and leave. They also say they stayed on. Have you heard someone say that? It's the posh way of saying that you extended a trip. Oh, you you hadn't heard? We stayed on for a few more days. (laughs) You stayed on? What did you stay on? You stayed on a uh, roller coaster? You stayed on an elephant's back? You stayed on it's a far cry from how i lived my life before the end of the vacation was the hard line in the sand you gotta leave the money's run out the time has run out it's over it's nice for once to be able to just stay on i'm staying on i like it here i'm just gonna stay on i'm just gonna extend anyway i couldn't i had to come back here but still a blessing, and we're still time traveling. I just, I just wanted to speak on that last song, "One Love." Love, love, love. love. Perhaps you've heard it before. It, I, I was actually a little concerned about playing it. It seemed cliche. There's a familiarity, a pop familiarity, and I didn't want people to tune out. I played many games with myself about how people are going to react. It's all an illusion. It's all just a a fake narrative in my mind that I torture myself with. I think you'll find, if you're honest with yourself, you you torture yourself with endless array of narratives that really are akin to uh, a puff of smoke. Did you hear the music? That track, it goes straight into your heart chakra. It's a transcendent bliss. And if you listen to the synthesizers, they jettison you into the atmosphere, into, into rare air. I used to love listening to them. My father, actually, he bought their records. And we'd be riding around in his truck listening to cassettes of Houdini. One love. It's such a beautiful feeling that I wish we still had the sentiment of tenderness. Where is the tenderness? I mean, we are human beings, and we are a spectrum of emotions. It's not just aggression and sexuality, hypersexuality. There's also parts of us that dream endlessly. Magenta. Magenta. Love, magenta, Love. Compassion. Empathy. It's The softer pastel colors. It's, it's missing, I think, from a lot of pop music. Everything's so hard and synthetic. Why do you want this? I mean, petition your pop artist of today to supply something more subtle, something softer, like the bedsheets I had in Barcelona. I mean, don't you want that? Please, I'm begging you. And that video is beautiful because it's three black men hanging out in an apartment. The DJ, he's heartbroken. He had a breakup. And the other two are counseling him. They're ministering to him on how to preserve his relationship and how to be more tender and be more thoughtful toward his woman. And in the end of the video, the guy gets back with his girl. They hug. And, I mean, God, where is that today? It's just... It almost seems like a a bygone era, like a myth or some kind of anomaly that was just a mistake. Because all... I think people are presented with in the pop era now is just aggression and cold heartedness. It's, it's so unfortunate. And anyway, I just wanted to highlight that song uh, because no one ever talks about Houdini anymore. <laughs> They're such a great group. And I became obsessed with that video for some odd reason when I was back in Portugal on Saturday. I had had a ritual where during the day, I would go jog in the city park, which is, it almost looks like something out of Valhalla. You know Valhalla, a Viking version of heaven. I'd go jogging, and in the evening, I'd come back to my hotel room. I would take the illest shower, and the showers that I took were so maximalist. I would do five minutes of really hot water Followed by three minutes of really cold water. And I would just do that over and over again. Intervals. Open, close. Open, close. The Asian healing perspective. Ancient healing perspective. Oh, it's so invigorating. It's so relaxing. It's right there. You have a spa right in your bathroom as long as you have a shower. That's a a life hack for you. And I'd be nude. I would parade out of the shower into the room. Because the last blast of cold water, your body, in an attempt to preserve itself, it gets hot. The core becomes hot from the last blast of cold water. And you walk around. You sashay in your room. Oh, my God. And anyway, after the shower and after my meal, I would go on YouTube... And I would immerse myself in monolithic MTV 1980s and 90s video playlists. I mean, these things are like 700 videos deep. And I would pretend that I was a little boy in the 80s. Talk about time traveling. And I came across that video that I was so charmed by that bygone era of of brotherhood and of... uh, Of tenderness, and that's the genesis behind me sharing that song with you. Short story, long. All right, I'm gonna go into another song here before we uh, shut this thing down. It's not that much time left. I've been running my mouth like a raving lunatic. How how can you be? How have you put up with me this long? This is insanity. If you're still listening, (laughs) what? All right. Anyway, let's go into this next song. This is a beautiful uh, instrumental song by Aphex Twin that's touching to me in some unbeknownst mysterious way. And here we are right now, barreling through the crystal portals of the emerald the emerald the emerald Back in Paris um, The war in Ukraine Or the Russian invasion of Ukraine Has ensued It's going on And it's actually strange To think that Unlike the days when I was in the United States These wars were basically on another planet It's kind of peculiar now to think that Okay, this is on the same continent as me (laughs) It's just a a plane ride away, it's not that far. I don't know, what, what would it be, a four hour flight to the Ukraine, four or five hours? Today I wore all black for all of the lives that are gonna be lost in this conflict. And I'm not gonna sit here and get righteous and preach to you, I don't know culturally what is at stake with Russia and the people over there. I have no relation to it, I'm not gonna sit here and get on a soapbox. Uh, it sucks to know that people are dying and that there's a conflict that potentially could lead to a global conflict. You never know, you know, these things, they just sneak up on you. All oh, this random life we we're living. Oh, guys, you gotta realize it's only for a short time. And every moment is precious. You know, it's so random. I mean, who knows? Uh, maybe I'll live for another hundred years. You know, a psychic once told me that I was going to live. You're going to live to be a very old man. I hope that's true. Although, I don't know. I, today, actually, I saw the strangest, most disturbing clip I think I've ever seen in my life. I, on Reddit, I follow this community if you're on Reddit, you know what I'm talking about. There, there are communities, basically little rooms that you can go into. And this one is called Interesting As Fuck. Every post inside of the room gets voted up or voted down by the entire community. So the ones that make it to the top, you can rest assured they are extremely compelling. Maybe too compelling. And I should have known. The JPEG next to the headline was blurred. NSFW. W W uh, So what is this? Not safe for work. I guess if you're in the office, you could click on one of these things and, and be greeted by a very provocative image that maybe would shock your your boss who's walking behind you and say, "What are you looking at, Johnson? You'll get fired if if someone the wrong person sees this image." I'm not sure if it was beautiful or horrific. Maybe it was both. Maybe that's what made it so compelling. It was a video of the world's oldest Buddhist monk, a woman. And she's 109 years old, this woman. And she's sitting there in a bed, and her cloth, I don't know what you call that cloth, hanging around her torso, are topless, basically. I mean, and she looks beautiful, 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 beautiful. She also looks like a fucking zombie from The Walking Dead. She looks like a fucking zombie. She's sitting up. She's she's thin in shape. One of her eyes it looks like she's blind in one of her eyes. She's very accepting of the moment, of the person who's just violating her with this camera. It's like inspecting her with the lens. Standing back, coming up close, like doing all of these different perspectives. And she's not saying anything. I, I don't know if she's aware, if she's of sound mind. Or if she's just totally like samadhi, enlightenment, acceptance. And all of these thoughts are running through your mind, and I couldn't make heads or tails of it. A hundred and nine years old, she's alive, right here for you to see. I I couldn't believe it. I mean, what, she's 19, she was born in in the early 20th century, like 19, I don't know, 1911 or something like that. And here she is being examined by the iPhone 13 in 2022. She made it. And what is her reward? Endless images of Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. Oh my God. That's the thanks you get for surviving deep into the future. All right, on to the next song. I, I, I think I should end this now, shouldn't I? Yeah, I think I should, I'll end this now. God, I had more music I wanted to play. I had more stuff I wanted to share. I'll start the next podcast now then. Screw it. Because I still feel momentum. I have more songs. I'll end this one here. And I hope that soon we'll touch eyes. You ever heard that? We'll touch eyes. We'll go and we'll get a cup of coffee. Until then. End of line.